Hey y'all, it's Markella. Oh, I won't do an accent. Um, <laughs> uh, hey y'all, it's Markella. Uh, <laughs> so the gang at Super Hot Bad Guy thought it would be fun to tweak the settings to make our Alien Queen episode sound like we're her eggs, passing the time by talking with each other deep inside the muffled folds of her fertile stomach. Just kidding. Um, we fucked up. We we effed up. We uh, recorded at the wrong project rate um, because we were really excited to have uh, our guest, Justin Vinal, on. Um, and, uh, yep, so that's it. that's it for me covering my own ass. Um, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Super Hot Bad Guy Podcast, the place where we discuss the hot villains of any gender, from any genre that includes crime, drama, action, adventure, romance, and good old horror. We're your hosts, Eric Blake, Markella Dykfus, Natasha Baptiste, and today we have a guest, uh, <laughs> Justin Vanal. Hi, thanks for having me on today. Um, and you have your own podcast. It's called The Third Act. The Third Act, yeah. We normally just review, um, newest releases of that week so like last week we did shin godzilla is that the new that's the newest one that just came out i saw a trailer for that and i was like "Ah," and alan was like it's the top top movie of 2016 yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's doing really well in japan it's like it has like bad godzilla films like the most um successful godzilla films since king kong versus godzilla it's doing really well in japan i don't like what i saw but Are you the one on Letterboxd that watches a lot of Godzilla movies? Oh, yeah. some very high rating. Oh. <laughs> you gotta review those Godzilla ratings. You gotta review those Godzilla movies in a very particular light. You know, you gotta yeah. accept the guy in the suit and whatnot and just kind of go with it. Yeah, yeah, the guy in the suit fans, that's what this Shin Godzilla is for. Oh, yeah. And it's really been, it's about time as far as, like, that's how fair. long that genre's had a, yeah, a dry spell <laughs> in a good kaiju. And so your podcast, is it just a... Like a general movie podcast? Yeah, so we... focus on, like... Well, I've noticed a lot of general movie podcasts tend to focus a lot on horror movies. <laughs> <We've> <laughs> they been don't kinda, say it, but they do it. We, we've been kind of heading towards the horror genre more because I'm a big fan of horror films. And um, uh, one of our old uh, co-hosts, uh, Keaton Sciansky, he used to... Um, he's been getting into more... Um, the horror genre as well. Mm-hmm. So we've been, whenever a horror, a big horror movie comes out that's getting good reviews, we'll hit it, like a Don't Breathe or whatnot. But mm-hmm. we generally pick like the biggest movie that week or a movie from a week before that, if that week is shit. And are you all based in Seattle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. What have you been doing lately? So yesterday I was at a film festival for one of my short films playing in Bellingham called Bleedingham Film Festival. Bleedingham Festival? <laughs> it's a horror film festival. Um, it's called Bleedingham Film Festival. It's in Bellingham. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny, and um, they showed a lot of like horror films last night, and mine was one of them called Midnight Delights, and um, it did pretty well. How long was your film? It's four minutes. Just quick and easy. <sighs> what was it about? Yet. Oh, we should watch it. We should watch it. What was your four-minute film about? Tell us everything. <laughs> <laughs> a date that goes terribly that wrong. Right? Yeah. Um, I need to. I need to get into that. I well, I went. Ellen was in a short film, and then it was shown at a short film festival, and I was like super into it. I was like every year. Ellen was the same thing. He was like, oh my god, every year we're gonna do this. We're gonna go watch him, and that was almost three years ago now. So. Oh really? Yeah, I've okay. never been back. But I support them. <laughs> 
we showed at um when you were at you and I were at Crypticon with Alan and one of my you other were at fr- Crypticon? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were freaking out about meeting the guy from um Nightmare on Elm Street too. <laughs> I remember you were shaking and everything. I was just talking to Alan. Alan no, was like, I was shaky about Tony Todd. Oh, no, yeah, Candyman. Memories. <laughs> I don't, oh, God, I, his name is escaping me right now, but I, his movie is on, um. oh, not Netflix. No, never mind. But his film is out. He has, like, a documentary about him being, like, the first, like, kind of male screen queen. And the cover is hilarious. A beautiful movie cover. I want to check that out. <laughs> pretty good. Um, But, yeah, anyway, I interrupted you. Oh, no, no, it's just, like, I had another movie showing at Crypticon, so it's, like, that that's probably been the best festival that I've gone to so far that one of my films has gone into, just because it's, like, it's a convention for horror fans, you know, Lance yeah. Henriksen's there, and um, great panels, and the films that played at the festival were really fun and inventive, and just really cool. Uh, we made a mistake by only going on Sunday, which was the last day. Oh, yeah? And we will never do that again, that's a full like three day yeah, festival yeah. and it's so cheap and it's so worth it because we missed so many things that we wanted to do and mm-hmm. we just didn't realize how big it was yeah me neither when i got there i was surprised by how huge it gotten at that point because i thought it was just a little thing and then i saw all the guests there and the panels and it was just all cool. i'm i'm still heartbroken that i last year was the first time i had ever been all right well actually it was this year well last this year was my first time too so yeah i'm with you there natasha mm-hmm. what have you been doing lately um, mostly working. Uh, Don't say that anymore. <laughs> if you're going to keep talking about working, you're going to have to take us, like, step by step, like, what a day in the life of what your work is. It's busy. But, um, well. <laughs> Comes in. Turns the lights on. That crew didn't sweep again. <laughs> well, I'm going to Vegas in probably, like, another two weeks. Is it for the same thing as the last time you were? Kind of. This time it's not for a competition. This time it's just a bunch of classes. So it's um one of the... You're product- going to Las Vegas to do some schoolwork? Pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. It's one of the product lines we use. He like <laughs> has this huge show class and where he's teaching everything. And he just brought out like this whole color line that everyone's freaking out is it about. Is Kevin so. Murphy? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's like getting crazy big. But um, he's a cool... It's a cool product line because he's all against animal cruelty and he... Oh. Like oh, uh, that's so nice to hear. Yeah, and so all the products are really natural, and he's part of this thing that our salon does, and a couple other salons out here, where we recycle all of our waste. So there's a plant in Chicago that we have to send it to that takes all of our foil with color on it, our color tubes that have like it's it's impossible to get all the color out of our color tubes, but they're all made out of metal and we use a lot of plastic for balayage and stuff, and so we send all of that there, and they find ways to recycle it. It's something like eighty percent waste. And so the creator, he used to work in the industry and he figured out a way to recycle all of the waste so that it's not. And like even the extra color, if you mix too much color, you basically put it in a bag and send it off and they figure now, out a way to. I don't want to say where you work, but what's this guy's name? Because that, that's like so cool. I want I want people I to like to, know who he is. I need, to, um, I need to look it up, but it's called Green Circle Salons. So it's if you go to the website, it's. It kind of tells you how much waste gets sent to just like landfills from salons, mm. just salons, and it's a ridiculous amount. So, oh wow, yeah. So if you're into the environment, <laughs> then you should tell whoever you see as a stylist about Green Circle Salons. So That's like the coolest thing. Yeah, and like you basically pay an extra dollar when you get your, and we even donate hair because they use they've been using hair for a long time to clean up oil spills because you can basically clean them and reuse them, and the artificial ones you can only use once, and you kind of have to. 
so. They should tell me that. Okay, so I used to get my hair cut, and I'd be like, oh, is it Last of Love style? And they're like, no. And I, so that makes me feel like they're just going to toss it. But maybe they're, they're well, doing it to something better. Well, a lot of salons do just me. toss it, but... um. Oh. But there are but there are a lot of salons, especially ones that the last two I've worked with have been very eco-friendly. They do send the hair out to create kind of these oil-absorbing things to send out into the ocean and stuff. That's awesome. So, yeah. I'm really excited about it because that's my favorite product line. So. Heck yeah. Kevin Murphy. Yeah. Good products, too. Kevin Murphy. Yeah. It's awesome products. How about you? I'm going to be heading to Hong Kong pretty soon. Ooh. And, uh, just visiting my girlfriend's family. Well, her just her sister lives there. Her boyfriend is a financial guy, so they've just lived out in Hong Kong for a few years now. We're just gonna look around at crazy pajamas and eat a bunch of food. And... Do they live in the city or do they live like out? In the city, yeah. Like not on the mainland or anything like that. Have you been to Hong Kong before? I have. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, I worked on a cruise ship for a while, and I visited Hong Kong, Shanghai, and uh, Bangkok. And we might, just because flights into Asia are so cheap, we might grab planes to Bangkok, hang out in Thailand for a day or two, and then just come back to Hong Kong. Take and... pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll be a picturesque vacation. Last time I went, I basically just like got off the ship for a day and had no goals. So checked out a lot of shops and ate stuff. But having multiple days, there was actually some stuff that I'd like to see. Um, unfortunately, lately, I've just, I guess I'm kind of a broken record too right now. I did find a job that I should be locking in by like tomorrow. I don't want to say what it is yet in case I don't get it, but <laughs> I have a job, which will take Any? a lot of, yeah, uh, boredom off my hands for me. And I went to my mother's birthday party, which was actually amazing. So my mom is turning, I think, 63 or 64. But she had a lot of people over. She had, like, kind of like a Halloween birthday party. There was maybe, like, 30 of us or more. And we all sat around in a circle and we all told these very hilarious or very touching stories about my mother. And it made me... I mean, she's always tried to inform me on how like cool she was when she was younger but hearing like a bunch of like hippies talk about it was really eye-opening for me and I'm just like wow my mom was a young lady and there was like a a guy in like a tie-dye shirt and a handlebar mustache and like long white hair and he was like she 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 made me go what was it what band did Ozzy Osbourne Black Sabbath Sabbath, yeah Black Sabbath he he said that my mom invited him to a Black Sabbath show, and it was like $8. And she invited him, and she was like, it's in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, a lot of the stories was like Greek food and Greek people yelling at each other and uh, rock music. That's awesome. Yeah. So today we're talking about – oh, you know what? Oh, we did. We said on the last, the last podcast that we were going to yeah. do the, yeah. the Mama Alien mm. Okay. Something like a month ago when we recorded the last podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, pulling up my notes. Alien Queen. Let's start off with her appearance. First of all, we know for sure that she's female, unlike the xenomorph aliens themselves. There was debate, but I think it's safe to say they're all female, but since it's an alien queen, she's birthing, and she's referred to as a she. Have you seen what she actually looks like, Natasha? Yeah, she's huge. She's <laughs> it's way different, or not way different, but she is definite difference. She has arms on her boobs. In fact, she doesn't really have breasts. She just has arms for 
where her breasts are. Where a human breast would be. <laughs> so she has four arms. Um, I'm assuming that the breast arms are there so that when she's laying on her back, she can kind of like be a little more helpful with her eggs, I guess, maybe. Like she just has those she extra kind of arms. Can, like, yeah, she just, yeah. Toss them out. <laughs> what strikes you about the alien queen, Justin? The thing that I um, admire about being in Queen is just um, how J- Jimmy Cameron was able to kind of create this colossal thing. She's so she's fucking big. I think big. what's impressive yeah. about her is like the way that he presents her in Aliens. Is um, you know you look at her in like AVP, which you know she's just a CGI thing, but in Aliens it's like she's this real thing that um, Sigourney Weaver interacts with and so I'm impressed by her scale more than anything and um, I think what strikes me the most with her is just her impressive giant head yeah Yeah. really quick remind me how large like what scale is she in the aliens film because I actually didn't review the film I just I I recently got to see it at the uh, Cinerama um, on the big screen Mm. which was really fun I think she's like as tall as this house at another house you know so she's about like Ten feet tall, maybe? Yeah. 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 The Alien Queen must go through different stages because I reviewed Alien Resurrection mm-hmm. and towards the beginning of the film, because they birth an Alien Queen at the beginning. Oh, okay. And then they have her in captivity, and she's basically the same size as one of the Xenomorph aliens. Okay, I was going to ask but then, about that. But then at the end of the film, yeah. she's possibly just as big as aliens. Yeah. I, I've seen all the Alien films except Resurrection, so I had no idea she was in Resurrection at all. You mentioned her he- her kind of headpiece that mm-hmm. she has. Yeah. They really, really put it in an amazing uh, scale in Alien Resurrection because when she's uh, like xenomorph size, mm-hmm. it shows like where the doctors are looking in on her and mm-hmm. the camera pulls back like as if the camera is going over the top of her head. And then the camera, it spans the length of her head and then it goes downwards and it shows how as long and as wide as her head is it's also basically as thin as maybe like your hand oh really and then at the base it gets a lot larger because it fits into her head but Ah. the camera goes down so that it shows that you're underneath her head like an umbrella almost but it's like this thick skeletal with like skin and, and it's just so fucking beautiful and scary and that's a terrible movie yeah but they did some pretty magical things in that film oh, like some visuals that really works yeah yeah and uh natasha's pulling out her google account. oh yeah okay I'm, what can I is that resurrection or is that just general i think that's maybe like just like a production yeah yeah photo it also looks like uh where the xenomorphs have like a tube type thing on their back. She has like a spike thing. Like, yeah. Mm. What's her height? Did they when I was reading about it, they said... Well, you said as tall as my house. So. Well, yeah, but I want to make sure I'm accurate yeah. with that. <laughs> the one thing I read, it was like 20 feet from the hip, so it made it seem like even more so. So oh, like, oh. What's 20 feet from the hip? Like, it just gets monstrously ridiculous. Yeah, it's monstrous. Uh, is there any other defining characteristics? I mean, obviously she's differently shaped from oh, the xenomorphs. Oh gosh, yeah, she's like two yeah. or three times the size of she has arm the boobs. Drone. <laughs> she has arm boobs. She has a big like plate on her head. Yeah, I guess that's about it. I mean, I think she has a different face, but I can't really conjure up the image right now, which is totally bad because this is part of what the segment is for is for us to describe to you what she looks like. <laughs> I don't she think has she a has a bigger like alien head that comes out from under. The, like, yeah, hood just, of that big yeah. head crest. 
And then that has its own mini snapper as well. Hasn't her head come out of another head? Sort of. It's just guarded by that huge crest. Oh, yeah, when she's like sleeping or something, she'll come out of a, her like head plate thing. Yeah, she has yeah. a head plate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I wonder how she like develops like that whole like the in aliens the whole egg sac thing, you know? It's like I I wonder if it's like like how bees like how she makes like a like a nest for herself, you know? Isn't that kinda like I'm sorry, isn't that kinda like how aliens was? It's kinda like a yeah. bee's yeah. 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 That's the uh when we were talking about the gender of aliens in the last episode, I'd always thought of them as more of like ants where it's more just you have drones and the queen which makes more of them mm-hmm. but like gender isn't necessarily attributed either way do drone ants have gender like actual ants i'm trying to remember i believe in one insect the queen can just mate with any random drone and they'll make a new queen that one's dying and then mm-hmm. that queen just makes more eggs which are all just drones the alien is very different than insects in that regard because they need a host to inject their like egg to make their nymph, if you will. Because yeah, that was the first time I had thought about the drone aliens as really male or female. Because I'd always just thought of it as just deadly and. Wait, when was the first time you thought about it? Oh, uh, just when we were discussing it in the last episode. Oh really? Oh, I was kind of yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I tried to articulate it, but the aliens all being female, like Justin, did you know that they were all supposed to be female aliens? I didn't know that was the intent, but I always thought like one of them would grow up to be a queen alien clone, or like all, like maybe all of them would develop into a queen alien. In the third alien film, mm-hmm. Ripley, and I'm not sure how she figured this out, but maybe because the alien xenomorph was protecting her, but she basically figured out that she has an alien queen yeah. in her, gestating, mm-hmm. and so I guess there's some way to tell. Like maybe they like looked at it on a monitor and it was different, or like because in the film the aliens that are around her they're protecting her mm-hmm. and i think maybe that's how she's she's like oh i have their queen maybe like in one me. in 100 there's like an alien queen it's been a bit since i've seen alien 3 but oh my god did any of us you watched alien 3 mm-hmm. okay i've seen them all several times do you so. want to do you guys want to run down um like what the queen does in that movie because i i definitely remember the end like battle scene but is there anything pertaining to the queen kind of before the big like battle at the end in three Oh, I'm sorry. In two. God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, wait. I'm sorry. Do, has anyone seen... I was like, is there a battle one? Has anyone seen... Right? That's what I'm talking about. That's hilarious. <laughs> has anyone seen the second film lately? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I skipped it this time. Oh, okay. Uh, I've seen that one enough times. I actually don't like the second film I was going to say, much. like, I was listening to Hate Play one right before I got here, and you mentioned you didn't like aliens. Oh, I did say yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> well, saying it again. Are you more of an alien, <laughs> or are you, are you more of an alien? I prefer Alien, and then Alien 3, mm-hmm. and then... And that Resurrection's growing as, on her. No, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so I... Four stars. I like go. bad movies. Okay. So I can, as much as I hate Alien Resurrection, I can see the good aspects. And I also like it because it's so horrible and bad. So it's actually my third favorite. I think maybe the So wait, hey, I'm rank them for me. What? Rank them for me. So is it, is it like Alien, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, and Aliens? Yep. Oh my goodness. I know because Aliens is a lot of people's favorite. So I know I, I'm not I'm not I'm not of the Aliens boat. I'm more of an Alien guy, but um, I admire what Jimmy Cameron wanted to do with um, making it a more of an action film and making it totally different. And not a lot of films take that risk when they want to. I think what I like about the Aliens film is everything that isn't the action parts. 
I think in the extended cut, they show like the family and the girl going to the compound that's like infested. And oh, it yeah. shows all the really beautiful scenery and mm-hmm. stuff on that planet. And I like all the stuff when Ripley, Ripley like wakes up in the hospital and there's like the business guy there. Yeah. 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 That's it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like the idea of like there's there's like aliens everywhere and they're all gonna come in on oh, yeah. you. More than one, yeah. But yeah, so in that film, is there anything that I'm missing pertaining to the queen that we should be bringing up? So you called it the super hot bad guy podcast. She's not really a bad guy. She's just kind of doing her own thing. She, you know, that's that's a good way to look at it. Has the queen ever done anything inherently as evil as the well, because she's the antagonist, that's why we approach her as a bad guy. Yeah. Because, yeah, she's trying to kill the main character, so we have to assume Mattis. Yeah. <laughs> but in the end of Aliens, is she only going after the humans because they killed they, all her babies? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah they, that's her like prime motivation, yeah. yeah. She must know that when she lays eggs, those eggs have to latch onto another creature to create kind of basically her drone. So she's kind of a, yeah, she's kind of a bad Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For points. <laughs> I mean, I know it's the circle of life, but I'm glad that you brought that up because to bring up uh, Godzilla again, Here you go. <laughs> the last, so I'm not that familiar. I I saw a couple of the Godzillas from the 80s that were Japanese made. Those were the best. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. I'll go back and watch them again for you. Um, oh, thank you. But the last American-made Godzilla film, mm-hmm. they had a bunch of the monsters fighting each other. Yeah. And I was devastated because to me, I just saw like animals hurting each other, and I was like, why can't we make them stop? And <laughs> well, I think the put them in a different room. The best part about <laughs> that Godzilla film is that they added some kind of humanity to the to the two monsters, the yeah. Mutos, because they have they that moment. Just, they were just dating, and they yeah. wanted to make a baby. Yeah. To protect the and then Godzilla steals his marriage. girl and kisses to death. Yeah, and so I mean, you mm-hmm. can apply that Godzilla effect, like the animal mm-hmm. effect, to aliens. And in the in our last podcast, I briefly mentioned how sad of a film Alien Resurrection was. And mm-hmm. one of those reasons was, in the end, the alien queen gets attacked. And I'm assuming she dies. She gets yeah. killed by her the baby that she makes. And I don't remember this. And I so I didn't even finish Alien Resurrection because I knew what was coming at the end. Her baby gets sucked through a little hole yeah. <laughs> while it's crying for her. Oh, yeah. It's devastating, and I knew I couldn't even watch like, it. It was rough. Yeah, I didn't finish that movie because it keeps panning back to like Sigourney Weaver's face, and she's just like heartbroken. Oh. <laughs> um, I I remember that part, and what I didn't remember was that baby that comes out of her, the alien queen. That baby turns around. I'm pretty sure it burst through her chest the way a baby alien would come out of a human chest. Like, that birth that we saw with the alien queen in Resurrection, I don't think that's how she lays her eggs. I think it burst through her chest, like, not normal. And so the baby turns around in her tummy, and the alien, like, the alien queen looks up and is like, baby, and it punches her jaw, and her jaw comes off. And it, like, she screams, and I just started crying, and I was like, I'm not finishing this. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's rough. too sad. Yeah. It's so rough. It's so... That movie is just so Too real. Extreme. It was super real. That Way too many emotions. just took everything <laughs> and just took it to, like, an 11 in, like, yeah. a bad way. Yeah. In a bad oh, way. Oh, yeah, totally. That was written by uh, Josh, too, wasn't it? Josh Whedon, was it? Resurrection? Yeah. Was written by him? Yeah. Fuck. 
I no, so. I, I, mean, I think so. I think that's one of the If that's stuff. true, then I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it was directed by a director that I'm not fond of. I'm not fond of his other films. Like, I've heard of his name, but what has he done before? I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. I'm I'm under the impression he did City of Lost Children, which I don't like. Well, the queen that gets spawned in Resurrection is definitely way more vulnerable than the aliens queen, because that one is just stocky yeah. and powerful. And just mm-hmm. like... The alien queen from Aliens has been around for a long time. I'm assuming yeah. she's had so many babies, and she's the one that's in that compound. Like, that's, that's the compound that Alien, where they took the egg from Alien from. Mm-hmm. In the first movie, right? It's yeah. the same place. Yeah. They oh, go so back she's been there for like a hundred years or so. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. she's the bad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How she yeah, but how, how? I mean, why were they um, kind of just hiding out? Because they were saying in the movie that it's been colonized for like twenty years or something. And it gets, and then, I think it gets colonized after the events of the first movie. So yeah. it's like, yeah, they, there's like a colony, and then they, then they find the ship. And that's what all hell breaks loose. Yeah. So I don't actually if the alien queen just hatches from one of those colonists they kill and okay. just gets big fast because they need like an egg layer oh, or whatever in aliens. Oh yeah. Like they don't really oh, say right. where the queen comes from. Because they're saying that I that assume compound, that she's just been there forever. Like she's the the queen. Because the compound's been there for twenty years, but they're going because they lost communication. It's like, well then, how were they there for so long? Who's good at reading French names? <laughs> Director Jean. Oh, Jean Pierre Jeunet. Jean Pierre Jeunet has done um, Amelie, which I hate. You hate Amelie? Yep, oh, and I Amelie. hate City of Lost Children. But this is why. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, I'm curious. <laughs> City of Lost Children has Ron Perlman. Ronnie. He's laying behind a 13 year old girl Isn't and Ron going. Ron Perlman in Resurrection? Yes, he is. I don't like him either. <laughs> but he's laying behind a 13 year old girl going. Ready there, like over and over again in her ear, and she's like, mm, "Comfy." And I'm like, "No, no, not about that life." <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. And then I don't like Amelie just because since Amelie came out, I had been told to watch Amelie because I would love it, and so I watched it. I think six years ago, and I watched Amelie, and I I didn't like anything about it, and it might be just because. People told me I would love it for so many years. I tell people are with Stranger Things with me. I do not like Stranger Things. I hate Stranger Things! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very good I'm going to have to no. cut. <laughs> I'm going to have to st- That was so loud. In my <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm listeners. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I, I hate Stranger it's just, Things. My problem, my problem, just to derail for a second, but oh, my, my problem with Stranger <laughs> My problem with uh, Stranger Things is because it's a, such a trendy thing to do right now, and it doesn't do anything new for like the eighties. No, people who yeah. love it say that it's oh, it's so much like the it's just like the and I'm like no, dude. Then watch Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah. If you like the opening to Stranger Things, watch a TV show called yeah. Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah. It's been out for two years or more. There's just so much more you can do. It's just not refreshing. It's just, it treads like, um, what's that movie? The Goonies so closely. And I know, then, but you know, uh, um, E.T. Uh, Midnight, the movie Midnight Special? Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch Midnight Special. Like, yeah. there's so much out there. If you like the 80s so much, go watch an 80s movie. Or go watch a movie or a TV show that recreates the 80s better than Stranger Things. There's a new episode of Black Mirror out right now. Oh, I need to see Black Mirror. It's, it's the out, new, the yeah. new one. And there's an episode set in the 80s, but there's a spin on it, and that's a creative and different way to go about talking or uh, exploring the 80s, you know? That's good. Yeah, it's really good. Eric and Natasha like Stranger Things, though, I think. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I watched <laughs> one episode. You watched one episode? Yeah. I've only seen one episode. Did you like of it? Stranger Things. Yeah. I mean, because I love the kid with the no teeth. Oh, he's my favorite person <laughs> on the planet. And I love, I like I love all the him. actors in that movie. I mean, I love Winona Ryder. I love all the children in the film. So it's nothing I And then I saw about. them in an interview and I was like, I love that kid. Yeah, they're yeah. He's like adorable. <laughs> Probably the only reason why I would watch that show because I'm like because he actually has that disease, but then he's just kind yeah. of adorable with yeah. no teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's funny, so I I like that. So I'm like okay, but yeah. I have I've only seen one episode, so yeah. I'm indifferent. People are like you'll love it because it's horror and 80s and Winona Ryder. I'm like I'm and, I, and you're like yeah. shh, close your mouth. Yeah, and I was like that's not real. <laughs> I don't think do they find out in the movie or this like. When um, Ripley finds um, Newt in the nest, do, does she know that there's an alien queen, or does she just discover that when she encounters her for the first time? Eric, we defer to you. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I, I think they, like... I think it's there. I think it's just there. It just yeah. makes its appearance. And I think the first time I watched it, just from comics and the friends that I had, I already kind of knew some stuff going into it, so I had my own expectations, mm-hmm. and... Had I watched it fresh with no before knowledge, I don't think I would have known that was there. Although there's like some foreshadowing as far as like, you know, there's obviously like a lot of eggs and like something is helping to produce new eggs far away from the ship where they were initially found. Yeah, I think they hint at it at least, or at least Bishop does. Oh, Bishop's so cool. Bishop's great. (laughs) Yeah, I think the Queen just gets introduced in a cool way because it's like, you know, the first movie, it's already an entity that you can overcome. So it kind of controls that whole situation. In this movie, it's being an action movie, there's a bunch of them. And they can kind of hold their own against a bunch. And then to kind of step it up another level, they introduce an even more powerful entity to fight against. And it's just her on her own with a little kid. Sort of, it's got a really nice ramp up to it. It's just a great action movie. I will say about Aliens, because I I don't think that there was a concept of an alien queen before Aliens. Mm Mm-hmm. In Alien, I don't think that was a thing. And I love the Alien Queen concept. And so I'm really glad that Aliens did that. Yeah. (laughs) They did a really good job. I remember that battle scene being terrifying. And in that battle, when Ripley gets into that um, machine, is its arms kind of in the front? Does that machine have arms, like frontal arms? Yeah, I think it does, yeah. Rippers. (laughs) Because the Alien Queen has little arms on her front side, too. It's mom fights. That's so funny. You know what would be a cool like Halloween costume? That would if like a couple went as an alien queen and then like the machine that Ripley is in. That'd be dope. Someone's done that where uh, their baby is in the loader, (laughs) so they're just dressed up as the yellow loader, walking around, and they have like a baby sitting where Ripley is. (laughs) It's really, it's really good (laughs) costume. Does the baby dress like Ripley? Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. (laughs) Okay, so we wish my dad. Like your dad dresses up as Ripley in the thing, and then you're in the little pouch. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would have been great. But I was, uh, I was that would be cool, like the coolest dad out. costume ever. So we kind of touched over Alien Resurrection. I am assuming the Queen is only in what Alien versus Predator you said. Yeah. So Justin, tell us an Alien versus Predator story. Talk about, I don't think any of us touched let's that. Talk about my boy Paul W. S. Anderson. Oh, okay. <laughs> Takes place in place. <laughs> A group of, I think, uh, explorers, they go to Alaska to find, like, this ancient pyramid underground that was built. In Alaska? In Alaska. I've only skimmed through it recently. 
It's been a while since I've seen this. It's snow. It's Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. So in Wisconsin, <laughs> they go to Wisconsin, and there's a pyramid <laughs> underground <laughs> built by, I guess, the uh, predators. And um, it's very elaborate. Yeah. What is, what's the predator lore? Why do they have? Um, I think they were pyramid hunt- on our earth. They, they like hunting things, and they basically set up this thing where it's like, oh, when this pyramid goes off, it means someone unleashed the aliens. Yeah. You should oh. come hunt here. Because that's so, cool. Because aliens in the ground or something, yeah. So aliens unlock, uh, humans unlock the aliens in the pyramid that the predators built? Yeah, and the predators show up and it's like, what have you done? And then they try to kill the humans, and then aliens have a field day, and then the alien queen shows up. And this is the blast. Tell us what happens. <laughs> Tell us what happens with the alien queen. She just shows up. I She breaks out of the ice and tries to fight the protagonist. And um, ends up killing, um, I think, impaling the uh, predator. Is this a prequel? Is this, this set is in set, modern day? This is set in modern day, yeah. Yeah, it takes yeah. place before Alien. Yeah. Because That's crazy. one of the cameos is the guy who plays Bishop mm-hmm. as the CEO of the company yeah. that made oh. Bishop the Android. Yeah, which you is kind of cool. You were telling us about this a long time ago in one of the podcasts. Did I? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know that, or I didn't remember that. It was when I was talking about Crypticon, oh. and I had met Lance Hendrickson. Mm. Oh, yeah. And you were like, they made his face the android face. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's better, Paul W. Sanderson. Like, what else has that director done? Resident Evil franchise. Is oh. this something that you enjoy? Um, I because you're making me look. <laughs> you're making. Me Look bad on the Stranger Things front. No, 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 no. So, um, I saw the trailer for the new one, the uh, final chapter, and I was like, oh, this looks great. Even though it looks like it's Resident Evil, but I love the trailer. I think it just reaffirmed my love for Guns N' Roses. Really? Just because they had the, the Paradise uh, City oh, music God. playing over the trailer, and I was like, this is cut great. It looks great. I'm in. So then I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch all five uh, Resident Evil films. Not great. There are none of them good. Um, I would say the latest one, the fifth one, it's like it's simple and straightforward enough and it I think it embraces its uh, wackiness. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that uh, Alice Mila Jovovich in the movie would be a, a fun kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger type punny yeah. character, a badass, and she's just very bland all the way through. Yeah. I don't I don't know which Resident Evil film this was, but I remember being in the theater and one of the trailers showed Mila mm-hmm. in like a beautiful sunny house and she was like doing dishes or cooking or something. That's the fifth one. Okay. Which is the and decent I, one. I was like, oh, it's the lady from Resident Evil. Blech. Yeah. <laughs> and then and I was like, what's this movie? And then all of a sudden it was like a little girl runs up to her and then yeah. she's a zombie and then all of a sudden it, the sky goes black or something, yeah, and it's like, it's one. Resident Evil yeah. World, you're just screaming, and I was like, Bleh. <laughs> I, I wanted to like her. I tried a movie called Ultraviolet with her, and I was like, yeah. oh, what are good. these movies that you that was watch? A comic just, book I was like, I'm just that was not, it was not great. And it's so disappointing, because like, you hear about her in real life, and she seems like a cool fucking chick. Yeah. She does seem like a cool And then, chick. like, in movies, you're like, why don't you seem cool? Maybe she just has bad taste. <laughs> she's got terrible taste, but she's like great in Zoolander. Yeah. Oh, in the sequel? <laughs> she's in the first. She's like the, the very fascist. That was her? Yeah, Kmart. She's great in that. She's great in that in Fifth Element. So I'm like, where is that? I want yeah. more of that. Interesting. I saw she hosted a documentary called The Fourth Kind, and that wasn't uh, even good. Yeah. <laughs> 
I heard, isn't she, like, in a metal band in Russia or something? Is she? Ridiculous. That'd be cool. I I've heard, like, so many her. random things about her life, and I'm like, you're so cool in real yeah. life. She should have been in the Alien vs. Predator movie. I'm surprised yeah. she wasn't, because she's married to Paul W.S. Anderson. Really? Yeah. They were met on as an evil, and they're like, they're tight. together. Yeah, they're <laughs> I can see how they like each other. Yeah. They have the same taste. It's big five horror movies. Resident Evil movies. He made he made the Death Race remake, Event Horizon, which he I did heard her good. Event Horizon. Yeah, he did Event Horizon. Oh my like, god, yeah. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> that's that's, oh, that's on our list. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Uh, <laughs> That'd be a great. Wait, that's on our list. Is there an actual villain in that movie? I think Sam Neill is like pretty crazy. I guess you're right. Villain. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> fair, fair. Technically, it's the devil or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Hellraiser in space. I think of Event Horizon more like the movie Sphere. Yeah. Which I love Sphere. Um, so the alien queen in Alien vs. Predator, is she very large? Like yeah, I, I would say her scale is still impressive. Is, Even, she, is she inside the pyramid? She comes out of the compound and yeah. fights in the snow, like outside yeah. the pyramid. And basically like a rundown thing style cool. compound yeah. they're just wrecking shit she's like oh, i'm gonna smash this water tower because i'm huge i bet yeah. it's terrible but it sounds cool it's man. it's fun you're it's, saying that she's cgi um there are parts of her that are like practical it's okay. like there's a good mix but you know when you you can tell what's cg and what's practical even in resurrection i never thought of her as like a younger because in, in resurrection she's you see her born at the beginning of the film but they grow so fast who knows how old she is by the end mm-hmm but she's a full grown at the end, and I never really think of her as like a young woman, you know, like a pregnant twenty three year old, like blonde hair. Not a girl, man. not get a yeah. woman. Yeah, uh, I always think of her as like a like a Cruella Deville type age, maybe or older. But she's very fit for her age, and it's the perfect killing machine. <laughs> and I saw yeah. online a lot of the pornography and a lot of the fetishization of her is like. The, those like older woman older women like cougar type hmm. scenarios okay hmm. okay um <laughs> <laughs> did no one come across this am i the only one <laughs> that goes no. on to deviantart.com <laughs> <laughs> to research for this podcast no, i mean actually no. like but yeah she she fits into that and again it was a lot of um i guess guys between like 20 to like late 30s fetishizing her and uh I guess it, I don't know. I want to, I was want to save like the art until the end of the podcast, but I guess it's kind of important. Like there's just a lot of fan it's art. Is it great? Wow. I, I'd seen this for like the aliens, but not for like the aliens. Well, they're queen. all. Yeah. Are you well, seeing? Like, I don't know what you're oh, looking at beautiful. right now, but are you looking yeah. at the the queen aliens taking out the human male like out on dates? No. Nope. Oh, there's nope. that they're out just, there. They're just going to town. Yeah, they're just people going to town and aliens. Can I can I see where you're looking at? Yeah. Like oh, that's like the porn like, porn. I didn't go to the deviant one yet. A lot but. of the art is like really well done art of human alien sex. And Relations. I mean, <laughs> it's like so some of the xenomorphs have like male genitalia. Some of them have big boobs. <laughs> the xenomorphs have big black boobs. Like the color black, like they're shiny and like vinyl, but they're actually new. Um, <laughs> they're big booty ones. The art. Oh, there we go. They're just mm-hmm. looking at porn right now. 
uh, on their on uh, cell phone. Um, but the art that I wanted to bring up was there's art that's like colored, like full color with colored pencil of um, human men in like suits taking the alien queens out on dates and they're oh, like they're sitting at cafes oh i see yeah and they're hugging and and she's kissing men force, forcefully she yeah, like seems one. all surprised by getting flowers she has like muscular legs <laughs> she has muscular thighs and she has like lipstick on what? and the guy's like giving her flowers because she is a woman that has to be treated right i guess but it's like she, it appears as if she's an older woman right yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just her height. There's a lot of pregnant ones too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other yeah. thing I wanted to bring up. There's a lot of. Oh, <laughs> they're drawn really well. Yeah, they're yeah. really well done. Yeah. There's a name for the fetish of like pregnant women, and that definitely comes into the alien queen. So there's a lot of um, very not safe for work art where uh, the queen is just exploding with baby eggs in, in her tummy. She's just so so pregnant. She's about she's about to give birth and it's just really attractive to a lot of people. Like I think I saw it somewhere. Yeah, she's so pregnant that like her her belly just looks like a bunch of couches, like soft comfy couches. And I think maybe her her vagina is dilated. And um, pretty and it's really pretty, co- really pretty. good colored pencil. Um but no, that's print. There's a lot of art like that, but the pregnancy fetishes that I've seen mostly come out of fan fiction, mm-hmm. and I didn't see a lot of alien fan fiction, like not even with like the regular like male form xenomorphs that people like so much. It was mostly just art that people connect with, but mm. I did see, here, let me pull it up, found something. <laughs> There's a story called What... <laughs> It's called What Do You Do With a Sexy Xenomorph Early in the Morning, written by what? Written, <laughs> written by Carmen Ryder. The description reads, meet, we go. <laughs> meet Vex. She's 24 years old, has no job, is a nymphomaniac and a nudist, and is also a sexy xenomorph queen. Beautiful. That's the description of the story. It actually sounds really cool. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? She doesn't have a job. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. She has no job. She's a stand-alone. She guzzles those lattes. Hard job, I think. Being pregnant all the time. The subway in the morning is the worst. I guess I kind of see both sides of whether she's a villain or not. Because she... Maybe she like humans have always yeah. been coming to the hive trying to like steal her eggs, so they're. I'm just really like... glad that you brought that up, Justin, because I I didn't know how to bring that up in the podcast, and I don't think I was going to. But it's true that I mean the, the xenomorph aliens are the ones that are always trying to eat us and kill us. Well, they're and just like animals, is, yeah. I think they showed in Prometheus how they're they'll pretty much birth into anything mm. and to make a different creature. So the xenomorphs that we know, they only look and act like that because that's the face huggers inbreeding with our human bodies. I was just going to bring that up because I was just thinking about Alien 3 and when the uh, alien bursts out of the dog and you get like a dog alien as opposed to... The that has like time, dog characteristics. Because that's not in the director's cut. In the director's cut, it comes out of a cow oh but it looks yeah, the either same. one yeah but there's no like cow alien or anything so it's they kind of skipped over that yeah like oh it doesn't make anything else but you're right the dog one was so sad yeah <laughs> <laughs> i both both versions because i've seen the director and the theatrical mm-hmm. and i i like alien 3 maybe because i am biased because i like david fincher 
But um, mm-hmm. I think it's like a confident, like, I think in terms of like the Alien franchise, you know, doing a horror film and action film, they're kind of like doing a somber drama, you know, it's like, Fuck. yeah, definitely a drama. <laughs> yeah, it's a big time drama. Uh, well, that did remind me back when you're asking about uh, in the first movie where the alien, the tail goes in between the chick's like, legs yeah. and all that. And mm-hmm. it totally just reminded me when they're saying when the alien kind of kind of gets impregnated into the person yeah. takes on that personality. Yeah. And so they're saying, like, the alien did that because it was, like, part of that guy. Part of that guy's personality was part of the alien. Oh, really? And so, like, oh. his sexual interest could have been with her um, when he was a person. Yeah, and so when he became an alien, sad. it, like, turned into, like, this kind of more... Oh, that makes me love alien evil, more. Evil, like... But then it was saying, like, that's why maybe the aliens are more kind of like asexual when they're just like regular eggs but when they're like birthed out of a human they take on those characteristics mm. but that just made me think of when you were talking about the dog and I was like oh yeah that's why you know yeah mm. you know the killing of that girl was a little bit different you know what we yeah. skipped over in the last podcast is um oh actually that doesn't make sense holy shit I just found a hole in <laughs> a- alien resurrection whoa <laughs> okay one? oh wow very <laughs> All good, right. old jo- like, no, good old Josh. This is a major one. This is what happens in the film. We need to bring up the fact that the reason why the alien queen at the end births the baby that's not necessarily a xenomorph that has Ridley in it. That's why it, it thinks that Ridley is its mom. Yeah. And it attacks the alien queen. The xenomorphs have sex with Ridley, like, human style. That's what the scene is implying. She falls into the hole, and there's a bunch of xenomorphs, like, crawling around in this pit. And she gets pulled into the pit, and then it basically has, like, a 1980s steamy sex scene between a xenomorph and Ridley. But it's, like, human sex. But here's the thing. How does Ridley, human sleeping with a xenomorph, suddenly get the queen alien pregnant with Ridley's DNA baby. That doesn't make any sense. Is she a clone or something? Yeah. She's she's a, a, okay. She's a clone, but if a okay, if a xenomorph impregnates Ridley, how does the alien queen birth the thing that Ridley was impregnated with in like less than 20 minutes? Cuz that's what the that's what happens in the film. Ridley sleeps with an alien and then the alien queen births the baby that, that they need. There's gotta be. Well, yeah, check because, out this puppy. <laughs> it's a weird clone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because one, she's a clone, so everything's okay. a little bit different. But two, she was a clone that was also pregnant with the alien, so maybe she got part of the alien characteristics that then made it possible for did her she, to impregnate the queen. Did Ridley impregnate the xenomorph she slept with, and then was there just. Maybe her, it's kind of like a. with a seahorse type situation where, like. You know, the female but ha- pregnates, but then it's a queen. But how so does how the xenomorph the- get the Ridley baby over to the queen to have the baby? I'm thinking it was like a weird thing when they cloned Ridley and the alien baby as a one unit type situation. Ridley basically has some, yeah, some alien inner. Yeah. But how did the alien... Like, she was able to, like, maybe exchange her unfertilized alien eggs over to Queen. And but there's no were, scene of that. That's the and thing. And they were able... You're, maybe you're just supposed to kind of come to that conclusion. It's movie magic. This is like... Yeah. People that listen to that <laughs> Lola song. Lola. La, 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 la. Yeah. 
So many people have been listening to that their whole lives and they have no idea it's about a transvestite. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And they sing the words out loud and they don't know well, what they're singing. Kinda... I feel like people, including me, that watch Alien Resurrection don't realize that they have no idea what they're even watching. Like, Yeah, that's kind of... Nothing, like, like that doesn't make any sort of sense. That's <laughs> kind of how that movie was. They do that with a lot of songs, though. There's still, a lot of wedding songs like, with that so you one still, guy. still like the movie. So, so Resurrection is still above Aliens, right? Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sam Smith or whatever. He had that breakup song. I mean, Brad Dourif is in a wedding. Brad Dourif is in Aliens. That's true. And Winona's in uh, Resurrection, right? Yes, yep. she oh, is. Yeah, that edges out a bit. Yeah, it yeah. totally does. When I, I love her on it, I was like, yeah. but it made me feel better that she was a robot. Spoilers. <laughs> Apparently a baby queen alien gets vacuumed out of a little hole. I can't wait to see that. Well, the first have you... I've seen clips, and I was like, this doesn't look great. Because the first <laughs> the first alien is born in a ship and then gets aborted from a ship. Like ah. it's, it's all very circular. Yeah, right. <laughs> didn't even touch on that in the last podcast. Oh yeah, even full theory. circle. Oh. Yeah, even in aliens, same thing happens. Everybody gets blown out in space, <laughs> evaporated into a. Uh, fire pit. What was, what did Ripley drop into? Like a fire pit thing? Yeah. In the third one? Third one, yeah. Yeah, yeah she wants to kill herself and the she baby, pulls a Terminator. So she, ah. Yeah, she pulls a Terminator. But then the baby, like, pops out as she's falling. That's in the, yeah. not in the director's cut. Oh. Director's cut! <laughs> it doesn't happen in the director's cut? Um, David Fincher, mm-hmm. he thought that that was really cheesy, so when he did his director's cut, he just made her fall into it and die instead of like a it CG like was really... mid-fall alien pop out of her cheeks. Yeah, it was just like, you're going down with me. Yeah. Yeah. You saw it happening and you're like, what? What? No. Why did you do this? Why did you make the alien pop out of her chest now? <laughs> Dumb. Just let her fall. And yeah. it inspired that classic scene in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien was like, you know what my favorite movie is? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? That tells a lot about a person. If you ask them what their it's favorite really alien is. Yeah, it would tell. Mm. Yeah, because really. if they say four, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're a horrible human being, but if they say like one, you're like, okay, you're on the scale. Oh, you know you're in trouble when they say like ABP instead. Oh yeah. Like, what's your favorite alien movie? Alien vs Predator. Requiem. Alien vs oh, Predator yeah. Two. Oh, is Requiem, Requiem the second one? Yeah. Oh shit! There you like, go. Um, <clears throat> from meh.ro. Uh, cool nickname in a comment section wrote four out of ten would not bang acidic pussy when referring to the alien uh, alien queen. Mm. I think it's a very harsh uh-huh. judgment. <laughs> you still gave it a four out of ten. Do not distantly try it. Well, just wouldn't bang. Yeah, like that doesn't mean. I'm assuming her mouth has stuff. acid too, though. Yeah, yeah. I was like what would the kissing be like? The kissing wouldn't be all that. Many wonder. <laughs> So maybe the force for the like blowjob, like an awesome blowjob from the alien. A blowjob like, from the alien queen. Yeah, think about it. Like her, she's got like that mouth and then the the extra the mouth, mouth comes out. Yeah. It's super. Deep, I though. don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and she has a really large head, so it's like it. Really, How do you get really the promise in the teeth? Oh yeah, the teeth thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah somehow work around that. You really savage, my buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There is a lot of really amazing alien and alien queen costumes that I've seen a lot of uh, women doing, and mm. but they're not like, ooh, I'm a sexy alien. It's actually costumes that look like actual xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. Like, they put so much money into, like, forming 
these like outfits with like material that really looks like alien material. And um, there's a film from like 88. Let me look it up. I don't need to look it up. It's called uh, Spaced Invaders. Okay. Any of you know Spaced Invaders? Sounds about. Yeah. It's a film that has uh, Paul Dano in it, who... Not Paul Dano. She's yeah, a I was going to say, like, he's Your a young man. Your face is like, what? I know. He's like, he's like, like two. Four. Or not even born yet, probably. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry. Royal Dano. <laughs> Royal Dano is uh, an older actor that basically plays the same character in every film he's in. He was in Space Invaders, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Ghoulies oh, 2, to name a few films, and he's always like the crotchety old kooky man in the town. And uh, and it's a small town on Halloween on Halloween night where these Martians crash land, and they're very short, and they all sound like one of them sounds like John Wayne, one of them sounds like. Jack Nicholson, and they all wear like bomber jackets. And one of them has like a Russian accent, or I'm sorry, not Russian, um, he has a German accent. And they are trying to take over the world, and everyone thinks that they're like children in Halloween costumes. But the main character of the film is this little, beautiful, innocent actress, and she's about 11 in the film. And she is like super sweet, she's really kind, and she has that little girl blonde hair that almost looks like bleach blonde, like almost like white. And um, she's getting ready for Halloween, and she just moved into town, and she's like, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't wear this costume, and her dad's like, we worked so hard on it, you're gonna look so good. And she puts on the helmet, and she is a terrifying and very striking xenomorph from Aliens, <laughs> and she has the full, like, penis helmet and everything, but it doesn't look like a penis in this film. But I just it thought does. it was, like, the best the best thing that this film could have done, this little, like, bad, you know, grade B horror, uh, yeah. co- horror comedy, because this little girl is this absolutely terrifying alien. <laughs> and she walks around, like, she goes um, walking around, and, like, her the best friend that she makes is, like, a yellow duck. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, um... Because of Prometheus and with Alien Covenant coming out, do you think... Covenant? Yeah, that's what it's called now. Covenant. Spirit in Paradise Lost. That one was a little on the nose. There was some movie that just came out that their their thing was like Resurgence. But it wasn't... um, Independence Day? It wasn't Independence Day. It was like another movie that came out. Absolutely. Yeah, something like that. that. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. Covenant? Yeah, that's what they're calling it. Mm -hmm. It's what the ship's called. Oh. Well, that's, well, I like that the ship is called that. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, same with Prometheus. So do you think an alien, will sh- a xenomorph, will show up in Alien Covenant? Or, better question, a xenomorph queen will show up? Because this, mm-hmm. this is a takeoff on Prometheus, right? Mm-hmm. And it's directed by Ridley Scott, so will he keep what James Cameron put into Aliens? I hope that they do some form of a queen. I don't know if they would do like a xenomorph queen. But in the last, in Prometheus, the creature that comes out at the end, that's like a pale like creature. Yeah. It reminded me of the baby, like the human alien baby from Alien Resurrection. So, I don't know. Like, It'd be cool if they did like a queen type thing. Yeah. They didn't do that in uh, yeah, I don't know. Like at the end of Prometheus, when it comes out of the uh, when the xenomorph comes out of the uh, engineer, mm-hmm. it's like it looked like it had qualities of a uh, queen. Oh, really? It looked so. It looked like it looks like a very early like alien version. Because that's the thing is the queens come out as babies just yeah. like the other aliens yeah. do. So it's not like we would know, but 
since they've done different variations on what a xenomorph alien looks like, I would not mind if in the new film they did a variation of what an alien queen could look like. Yeah. But maybe not like the the pale skin. It's just so <laughs> disgusting and creepy. Like the, the face huggers are a, a lighter skin tone and the maybe it's just because they look like, like boiled lobsters or something. Someone's telling me like it's too scary. <laughs> someone's telling me like as they grow their skin bruises and that's why they have that black color on the Oh really? Yeah, because like it's like it's something that. Oh, because the baby alien that comes out of the chest. Yeah, it's like the chest burst or aliens. Yeah. They're not that's black in color. Yeah. yeah. I guess we could go into like food and stuff now. Food? Let's let's do it. Cooking mm-hmm. podcast. Just kidding. Um, I never what else I would think. I know about. it's like a double. Yeah. We already had to <laughs> struggle to get an alien food. <laughs> For the xenomorph aliens. I know, it kind of reminds me. This one, the alien queen more so reminds me of like... Apple pie! Sturgeon! Like black Christmas pudding, like British style Christmas pudding is just this black lump that you just set on fire. <laughs> it's not like super sweet or anything, it's just really, really dark. An intimidating yeah. English pudding? An intimidating dessert, if you will. I'm trying to think of something more motherly. <laughs> What's that meal where you've got like chicken and an egg at the same time? What? What? It's like called like mother and child. <laughs> oh, like no idea. A like... stew that has chicken and then a hard boiled egg in it. Oh, oh you mix it. Oh boy. Yeah. Brutal. Um Turducken. Justin, you weren't in the last the last <laughs> podcast. Can you think of any food that So can is it pertain? like related? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe up. we shouldn't do a food. Is there any? Is there another game we can play since it's so similar to the last one we did? <laughs> yeah. Um, like what? What song would be the fa- her favorite song? Her favorite song. Here we go. Oh. In the miniature chest arms of the angels. The miniature chest arms. You know, you see all those babies. All the all of her baby eggs went up in flames. I want that in slow mo. Ours, they just like no. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pretty much any mom is on. Just kill the man. Bohemian Rhapsody. What? Billy Jean maybe. Without my father, she's just a girl. <laughs> Ironically, I can't think of any. Can I just be the one that thought of the game and then you guys just applied it? I really can't think of any. Any mom songs of your I can't think of any. Bohemian Rhapsody is also a Queen song. Oh, Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh Oh, my god, it's by Queen. Yeah. Fat Bottom Girl song. Yeah. There we go. Fat Bottom Girl. (laughs) Alright, well, those are our songs. (laughs) Those are our special alien queen. That's awesome. Good job, guys. All right. Um, Alien Queen, is she hot or not? Totally hot. Totally freak house. I say yes, because maybe not so much in the films, but I do have a lot of sympathy for her. But what the fans have done with the Alien Queen, I think, is very attractive because she has that kind of cougar, like, large woman who will take care of you vibe. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to work for her. Like, you got to make her... Make her love you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's hard to get. I think that's <laughs> very, yeah. That's very sexy. If you like 
older women, or wait, older fertile women. <sighs> She's, She's like an otherworldly. Yeah. I mean, you look at her and she'll get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like lay them eggs. What do you think, Justin? Um, I would say yeah, super hot. I would. I'd be curious to see. I'm curious if yeah, she is good at like blowjobs with just that extended I, mouth. I need, okay, yeah. I'm gonna, I need to Google what her face looks like. I mean, y'all can kidnap it. me and put a face hugger <laughs> on my face. Yeah. Oh, I want to know. <laughs> I'm just curious. Before just, I die, just, since we're by the egg, yeah. right there. I'm pretty sure there's a porn out there that will prove or disprove She used the theory. face hugger on me. I didn't ask for it. <laughs> In space, no one can hear you. Cream. <laughs> one later. I'm not even a robot. I see her mouth. I'm attracted to her deep determination to get revenge. Oh, I see yeah. her mouth. I, okay. You see, come on. Her face is like basically a big jaw that drops out of her helmet that she has. And I think she has um one of those like mouth things that it's comes out. It's a big one. Or no, uh, doesn't she have intimidating. a... Didn't one of the aliens have a tongue? Oh, that was the human baby. The human alien baby had a tongue. That doesn't matter. Do these girls don't have tongues? What? Do the aliens don't have tongues? The aliens don't have tongues. They just have that scary mouth, mouth thing. Protuberation. Yeah. Mm. yeah, but the... Yeah. Protuberance. I don't know. <laughs> and then... She can really drop the jaw. So. Yeah, she has a very drop-down jaw. So she can yeah. hold any kind of... Uh, okay. Whatever you want. Uh, I It's just a jaw. I can see, I can see that being a, an appealing and, feature. So <laughs> I'm looking at... Oh, yeah. I'm looking at a Google uh, image of, of uh, the queen, and she has... Like the position she's in, it makes it look like she's wearing some high heel shoes. Oh, yeah, a little tongue, bit. Like she doesn't have a tongue. Yeah. That was the she's baby. Just the okay. Head. So then she would only be appealing to like the male counterparts then, as far um, as blowjobs. Yeah, she might she be able have to vibrate. Tongue. Yeah. Tight. Maybe she can just kiss you a lot, but she can do it really fast. <laughs> 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 if you're a lady, or if you have a lady parts. Yeah, but oh, well, she lips, has kind of. Yeah, she has like some lining around her yeah. mouth. Yeah. Okay, you can make this relationship work. Or she yeah. can go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you work with what you have. <laughs> you make this relationship work. Okay, that's nice. So, okay. Aliens and. Yeah, I mean, God. Alien Queen and the aliens are pretty sexy, unfortunately. I mean. They invoke a lot of fetishes. It's just very hard to avoid. Yeah, just wait until we do like a cartoon movie or some cartoon show. <laughs> then we'll really look like fools. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Justin. One more time, do you want to plug in your podcast or any other like Seattle stuff you do? Because I know you do a lot of work. Oh, yeah. Um, I can like, I'll plug in my uh, podcast, The Third Act. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at The Third Act, or uh, you can email us questions movie-related at the third act at gmail.com, thirdactreview at gmail.com. And then um, all my work, um, I'm a filmmaker around here, so um, all my work you can find at next4entertainment.net. Okay, cool. Um, if you want to send us any what we like to call creep corner stories, send them to hotbadpod at gmail.com. That's where you can, you can actually send it anonymously if you go through our Tumblr page. Mm. And if you just Google hot bad pod, you can pretty much get to our Facebook and our Twitter and, and all that. Um, yeah, just send us stories about, oh wait, who are we doing next? 
Well, that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> well, Christmas okay. time is coming, and we don't know our next guest, so... We do! Yeah. Oh, our next guest? Or our next... Do we know our next topic? Oh, I hope we get a guest. Okay, so our next topic is... Oh, we have to look up his name. <laughs> Alan Rickman from Die Hard, right? Oh, Hans Gruber? Hans yeah, Gruber. Hans Gruber. Oh, baby! Hot already. Super fucking It's hot. Alan Rickman, and it's The Rickman. <laughs> well... God, I forgot how we closed this. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Thank guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Completely natural. As though we're in November. <laughs> <laughs>